Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today pre-market podcast on Tuesday, 5th of September. General advice only, if it's advice at all. Wall Street obviously closed overnight for the Labor Day holiday, so didn't trade. The futures this morning down a rather disappointing 19 points. We had a good day yesterday, up 41. We're obviously waiting for the RBA today. Almost every strategist is telling us that they will leave interest rates Unchanged at 4.1 percentages. Of course, Philip Lowe's last meeting, Michelle Bullock takes over. She will no doubt be hoping that she will be the RBA governor that never raises interest rates. Hopefully, she's arrived at the perfect peak point and will be able to claim the credit for ending the period of pain that we have been through under Philip Lowe. The crucial meeting is apparently the Melbourne Cup meeting. And if rates don't get raised then, then the feeling is that they have peaked. Anyway, we'll see what Philip Lowe has to say today. So with Wall Street closed and our futures looking a little bit soggy, we turn to Europe. That wasn't too flash, although largely unchanged. Stock 600 index literally unchanged. UK down a tiny touch. So nothing much going on there. The good news at the moment and making a lot of headlines in the news wires is China and the Chinese market up 1.4% yesterday. The market is up 4.06% in the past six days and that comes after Country Garden, one of the ailing or the most ailing large property developer, got an extension on onshore debt repayments worth 536 million US dollars and that has bumped their shares 47.8%. That might sound like a lot, but you're dealing with the concept of small numbers here. It's fallen so far, a small rise looks massive, but actually it really isn't. And there are a bunch of Chinese headlines. Let me give you some of them. Chinese equities extend rally in wake of Beijing's latest property support measures. Country Garden debt deal, China property support move triggers relief rally. Country Garden wins bond extension from creditors, a relief for China property sector. China set to take further action, including relaxing home purchase restrictions and home sales in two of China's biggest cities soar in the past two days following mortgage relaxations. So the China vibe looking a little bit better, which is good for us, has to be said. We had a solid rally in iron ore stocks yesterday. As I say, our market was up 61. It was up 63 at best. And the resources sector was up 2.02%, helped by BHP, which we have bought now in the BHP one-stock portfolio up 2.7% yesterday. Fortescue Metals went ex-dividend yesterday. $1, which is about $1.48, including franking, only fell 10 cents. And Rio was up 2.5% yesterday. South 32, at some point, South 32, South 32 is a quality stock, it's got to be said. It's all the assets that BHP didn't want, so it's everything but iron ore. And it's highly correlated to its major commodity, which is the aluminium price. It was up 3.8% yesterday at some point, as I say. We're going to have a, have a look at those. Mineral resources also up 2.4%. The other one coming alive yesterday was Illumina, also geared to the aluminium price, up 4.7%. So a good rally in resources yesterday. Also, notably, the uranium stock's doing rather well. Paladin was up 6.9% yesterday. BHP goes ex-dividend on Thursday, by the way. Pilbara Minerals got a dividend coming up as well. It was up 1.5% yesterday. 
mineral resources also got a dividend coming up. But I digress. Looking for headlines today, JP Morgan says US stock investors' overconfidence could lead to a correction. Goldman Sachs data shows hedge funds ditch short bets on US regional banks. So we seem to have weathered that storm. Nothing like a little bit of money printing just to paste over disasters. Lots of headlines about Lion Town and the $3 bid from Albemarle were $4.3 billion. You may have seen the article in the newsletter yesterday, our $12 million man. He started with $185,000, put it into Kidman Resources. It turned into $800,000. He was supposed to pay off some debt. He put that all into Liontown Resources. And when he wrote to us in 2021, was it? It was $0.61 cents and he was worth $12 million. So we wrote an article called the $12 million man. As of yesterday, he still holds his Liontown Resources and he's now the $58 million man. There you go, the one-stock portfolio theory at work. Gold didn't do much overnight. Oil up, hopes of extended supply cuts from OPEC. All the metal prices down a little bit overnight. BHP and Rio up in the UK, which is a good lead into today. Daily and iron ore price up a touch. One newswire says 0.3%. Another one says 1.1%. Anyway, iron ore on the right side of the ledger with the Chinese property market looking a little bit more risk-free. Looking for announcements this morning, ASIC have sued Westpac. It looks like small bickies, though, breached the National Credit Act by failing to act efficiently while responding to its customers' hardship notices, presumably during COVID. Not sure that's going to upset it too much. few changes to the ASX 200 and 300 indices, which came out on Friday, and some share price reactions yesterday. We for instance, WBT up 9% it's been included in the ASX 200. 29 metals down 8% removed from the ASX 300. Setire CTT up 9% included in the ASX 300. So a few changes there. I'll publish the changes in the newsletter today. We should have done that yesterday, but we didn't. New 52-week lows. PTM, bit ugly. 52-week highs. AP Eagers, or Eagers Automotive as they call it now. Hub 24, CSR, Wes Farmers, Monodelphus, Karoon, to name a few. Some of you may know I quite like Shane Oliver, even though he does work for the AMP. Nothing wrong with the AMP, or is there? But Shane's one of the sensible economists, writes a weekly missive called Oliver's Insights. I do like his humanness. I follow his Twitter feed. On his Twitter feed, in his description, is things that he likes to do. Being nice is one of them. Good for you, Shane. He's written an article this week about optimism. Three reasons to be optimistic as an investor. And the quote at the bottom from Helen Keller. No pessimist ever discovered the secrets of the stars or sailed to an uncharted land or opened a new heaven to the human spirit. Well done, Shane. You can find Shane's Oliver's Insights articles online and you can subscribe to them. And I suggest you do. Right, that's about that. As you can tell, pretty quiet today. Futures are down 19 points, but hopefully, because we've bought a bunch of resources in our ideas portfolio, hopefully resources will be looking better on the Chinese vibe. I'll be back with the members podcast later today. There won't be a podcast, members podcast tomorrow because I'm giving a presentation to a investor group in the morning. 
and unfortunately I won't be able to make the live wire live day of presentations next week just too much going on and I have Oliver my new editor analyst starting next week as well so better look after him that's about that for this morning you have a fabulous morning I'll speak to you later Thank you.